Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby Podcast. I am your host, Teresa Reese, and normally what I do is read a poem from my book of poetry entitled A Strong-Willed Mind, Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. Today, what I'm going to do, since I haven't done it in a while, (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and do just that. So the name of this poem is entitled, If You Can Do It. Here we go. If you can do it, so can I. The words I can't when combined are a lie. I have watched you and I have listened quite a few times. I've even rehearsed a couple of lines. Is it meant to be or not, you see? What is God's true purpose for me? Desiring this answer has me chasing my destiny. You've inspired me to stay the course, to go get mine instead of envying yours. 15 minutes of fame? No, more like infinity. Because not trying to be like you brings out the divine in me. I am beautifully and wonderfully made. In fact, I am unique. If you can do it, so can I. The words I can't when combined are a lie. I was born to dream, conceive, achieve, and succeed. So I hope that y'all have had the most amazing morning, evening, afternoon, whenever it is that you hear this episode. Today, what I wanted to talk about is being cynical. So recently, I, because I love to listen to just different inspiring self-help, motivational podcasts and interviews and whatever you call it. I'd love to just do that um, to keep myself on a positive note. I like to stay positive. There's too much negativity going on in the world, if you ask me. So one of my ways of trying to stay the course and stay in my right mind is to surround myself with positivity. <laughs> but in the course of me surrounding myself with positivity, I came across this wonderful interview. And the person that was being interviewed was Faith Jenkins. She is married to Kenny Lattimore, the singer. And the only interview I heard her say, and I am one of those people. So for those of you that don't know, whenever I hear certain words, I have a tendency to look up the definition of those words because I do not want to lean on my own understanding because then I could get stuff all wrong, just completely wrong. So what I've learned to do when I hear certain words, and if I do not know the definition of those words, I have learned to look them up. 
(laughs) So what I do on my episodes now, because I have found this quite useful for me, I have also shared definitions and I do often share definitions of words so that hopefully we can be on one accord as you are listening to my episodes. But it was one thing that she said that stood out to me. And it was the fact that she confessed that she used to be cynical. So it caused me to look deeper because sometimes I try to see my reflection in other people, whether it be past or present. And the reason for that is because if someone has, for the lack of a better way to put it, received a breakthrough, received an aha moment or had an epiphany, that same thing may apply to me. So what I try to do is see my reflection in certain situations. And if something sounds like it's relatable, then it'll cause me to dig a little deeper to see if it really does apply to me. I haven't done this all my life. I've just done this the latter part of my life. And it has helped me to understand me as a human being a little bit better. And it also helps me in terms of being able to convey my experiences past and present with my audience. So one of the things that I believe that I'll probably start doing more um, because I typically have a tendency to share the definition as I'm going through talking Um, And I may try to do something a little bit different, but let me just provide you the definition of cynical before I get any further and lose all trains of thought, because um, that happens for me. I'm older now, so it doesn't take long for me to lose to lose my train of thought. So cynical by definition. First, let me spell it. See like cat. Y like yellow, N like Nancy, I like ink, C like cat, A like apple, L like Larry, cynical. And it means believing that people are motivated purely by self-interest, distrustful of human sincerity or integrity. Let me read that again because I combined it and then it may confuse some people. So let me try that again. Believing that people are motivated purely by self-interest. Distrustful of human sincerity or integrity. Excuse me. Concerned only with one's own interest and typically disregarding accepted or appropriate standards in order to achieve them. Whenever you're dealing with a cynical person, it means that they are deeply distrustful. They have a sneering disbelief in a person with integrity. They have a sneering disbelief of a person with sincerity. And it is rooted in distrust and dislike of human beings and their society. Now, all of the definition may not apply to her particular testimony, 
So when someone says that they used to be cynical, or even if they say that they are cynical, all of the definition does not necessarily have to apply. Okay. (laughs) So just keep that in mind. It could literally just mean I didn't trust people. Okay. Just that simple. But the definition is found in the Oxford Languages Dictionary. So I asked the question to my future hubby, are you a cynical person? And so I wanted to dig a little bit deeper in that. And I know that because I use the word tendency, I'm going to break that down so that people will understand when I say I have a tendency to do something. Um, Let me provide you the definition of that. And the way you spell it is T like Tom, E like Eddie, N like Nancy, D like David, E like Eddie, N like Nancy, C like cat, Y like yellow. And it is an inclination toward a particular characteristic or type of behavior. So it means a proneness to a particular kind of thought or action, direction or approach toward a place, object, effect or limit. The purposeful trend of something written or said to aim. So there's two references. One is the Merriam-Webster.com and the other one is the Oxford Languages Dictionary. Okay, so one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about cynicism or being cynical is because The moment that I looked that up, I was able to recognize that that's been my testimony, literally, (laughs) literally. And when it says sneering disbelief, let me let you know what sneering means. S-N-E-E-R-I-N-G. That's how you spell it. Sneering means, excuse me, mocking in a mocking matter. So pretty much when you are mocking someone, you're making fun of that person or you're being cruel to that person. So there's like an anytime that you're not really believing an individual, let's just say for the sake of example, you cross paths with someone who is 100% genuine as a human being. But because your past experiences with other human beings has been deceptive, false, fake, phony, unreal, your perception of the new individual who may truly be genuine on all all accounts or most accounts because no one's perfect. It'll be very hard for you to receive them as genuine if your past experiences were never honest experiences. So then you begin to doubt that there's any person that could truly be a genuine person. Because all you had been dealing with is fake and phony. So when you finally cross paths with someone who was real, we like to say 100% they're real, you know, keep it 100, all of that. But when you cross paths with someone where their yes means yes and their no means no, 
and there's no gray area in between, it's hard if you're cynical for you to truly accept that because of your past experiences. And because it is hard for you to truly accept that, the possibility of your being able to build something positive is pretty limited. <laughs> now, this is based off of my own personal experience. I am not a therapist, nor am I a doctor, nor am I a counselor. I am simply a divorced single mother of six beautiful children and one grandchild who has lived life and is willing to share my ups, my downs, my all the way arounds in hopes that it'll help somebody not make the same mistakes. And in my endeavors of waiting for my future hubby to manifest in my life, I have decided to utilize this platform to share my journey. So in the course of my sharing this journey, there's going to be times that you may be triggered by something that I say. Let me let you know what triggered means. T-R-I-G-G-E-R-E-D. That is how you spell it. And it's of a response caused by a particular action, process, or situation. Whenever someone is triggered, that means that they are experiencing a emotional reaction of fear, shock, anger, worry, most likely because it causes them to remember something bad that has happened to them in their past. So this is, you can find out more on cambridge.org and the definition was found on the Oxford Languages Dictionary. So pretty much, Whenever I am being transparent and I am sharing certain experiences that I've been through, it may be a poem that I read, it may be an insert from my novel that I read, um, you may find yourself being triggered. It may just be a testimony that I share. You may find yourself being triggered. Let me first say that that is not intentional. My intention is not to trigger you. My intention is to help others not make the same mistakes that I've made and to be mindful of the choices that they make. Because I know that I have not always been mindful of the choices that I've made. And that's what I've opted to do is share with this audience. Um. But on this podcast, we talk about being raw, which is real and wise. And even though that's the goal, I'm never going to say that every decision that I've made was a wise decision. In fact, I've made a, a whole lot of unwise decisions over the course of my 49 years of living. And that's probably the reason why I have so much to talk about on my podcast because I've messed up so many times <laughs> over the course of my life. Now I've made a lot of right decisions. Don't get it twisted. I made a lot of right decisions too, 
But I'm just saying, so on here, you will hear a widespread array of different subjects. There's not one particular subject that I stick to. It's just, it. you just never know with me. So yeah, I just kind of wanted to give you that heads up. That's my PSA announcement, okay? <laughs> but when, I, when she confessed that, talking about faith, when she confessed that, it made me look this word up. And as I looked this word up, I then turned around and did a self-analysis on me because I wanted to be, I wanted to check self. Okay. I wanted to be like, have, are you cynical girl? Or did you used to be cynical girl? And if you are cynical, what caused you to be that way? And how can you reverse that curse? What can you do different, Teresa? In order for you to think differently, in order for you to show up differently, if this is your testimony now, and even if it is your testimony in the past, what can you do not to go back to that? So whether it's past or present, I literally made a decision to do a self-analysis, do inventory on myself, because right now I'm going through a phase in my life, first of all, where self-love is of the utmost importance, self-care is of the utmost importance. But not only that, I'm also looking at what has worked for me and what has worked against me. <coughs> Excuse me. And so in the in by my doing that, by my taking the time out to do this self-inventory. The things that are working against me, I'm being mindful of. The things that are working for me, I want more of. So part of what's working for me is being honest with myself. Because the only way that you can practice integrity in any area of your life and be consistent with it is to remain honest with yourself. So I'm going to give you a prime example. So today, I'm going about my merry way. And someone stopped me and asked the question. Sorry, y'all. This cough all of a sudden just started manifesting. (coughs) (coughs) Excuse me. That means whatever I got to share must be important. But anyway. So um, she stopped me and she was like, are you okay? I said, no, I'm not. But the way that I was dressed, excuse me, how I was dressed on the outside did not reflect what was happening on the inside. And because it wasn't a direct reflection, I'm glad she asked the question. And I think it caught her off guard that I was honest with my response. <coughs> Excuse me, y'all. I'm so sorry. But we're going to get through this episode, all coughs aside. <laughs> no pun intended. Excuse me. So what ended up happening was I watched her reaction when I said, no, I'm not. Because we have been so programmed. When people say, are, how are you or are you okay? We have been so programmed to say, Oh, I'm good or everything is well or, but it wasn't in that particular moment. Now, don't get me wrong. I had a wonderful day, but in that particular moment, 
I was not okay. So for me to say that I was when I wasn't, I have learned that that is me faking the funk, so to speak. It's not doing me any good to do that. So I told my truth, whether it was going to be embraced or not. And after I stated what I said, because see, this is one thing that I'm learning also. Everybody cannot handle your truth. They may laugh your truth away. (laughs) They may change the subject on purpose. They may ignore your truth and just pretend like they didn't even hear you say it. They may make it seem as if your truth is a non-factor, whether it's they intentionally do it or unintentionally. But it is true. When we hear, everybody cannot handle your truth because they can't. And you know what I'm learning? That is really okay. Can you handle your truth is really the bigger question. So that's what brought me to digging into whether or not I am a cynical human being. Excuse me. So in the course of my researching, it's like, um, I wanted to know how I could change my cynical attitude. So, I found out, excuse me, that if you really take time out to research a few things, (coughs) excuse me, you actually can find some answers to your inquiries. So, (coughs) I will not allow this cough to defeat me. It's trying though, y'all. I ain't even gonna lie because it just hit me all of a sudden, which is crazy. I was doing just fine. But the minute I made up my mind to come on here, then all of a sudden, this cough starts going haywire. Again, I'm not gonna start this over. Oh, so that's what some of you may not know. Here on this podcast, you get me live and living color. That means that I am not going to edit my coffin. I am not going to edit my tears. I am not going to edit my frustration. I am not going to edit my laughter. Excuse me. Let me clear my throat. And I'm not going to edit clearing my throat. And one of the reasons why I show up this way is because no one is perfect. We all sin and fall short and we all make errors on a daily basis. We don't ever get a hundred every single day. We just don't. So one of the promises that I made to myself is that I would not take this platform and not show up as my authentic self. So if I am grieving, you're going to hear it. If I am full of joy, you're going to hear it. If I am angry, you're going to hear it. At the end of the day, I'm just going to be me. 
Is that okay? So that's what you get on my episodes. Excuse me. So if you are someone who has discovered that you have an a con- I don't even know the right word to use because I feel like if I use the wrong word, <laughs> you're going to take it out of context. I don't have the right word to use. But if you discover that you are someone who struggles with being cynical, <clears throat> excuse me, for the lack of a better way to put it, there is a way for you to practice ending that cycle of cyn- cynicalism or cynicism or how y'all figure that word out <laughs> from being cynical. So one of the things that you must do above all else is what I stated not too long ago, which is be honest with yourself. If you have gotten to a point that you no longer trust people Have that conversation with you. I encourage it. You don't have to do anything I'm saying. Do what you want to do. That's your business. In my tab at the brand voice. Yeah. But. (coughs) Excuse me. If you are going to be someone. Who truly wants to change. That side of yourself. You got to start with being honest with yourself. (coughs) Excuse me. Because once you're able to look at yourself naked and unashamed and be completely honest with yourself, excuse me, this is when you are giving yourself permission to make those necessary changes, if you so desire, to become the best version of you. Now, for me, I'm not just trying to become the best version of me because I want to be somebody's wife one day. That is not it. Please don't get that twisted because that part could not ever come to pass. That's not the reason why I'm doing this. I literally have a desire to become the best version of me, married or not. Excuse me. But one of the main reasons why I have that desire is because now I've come into the knowledge and when I say now, I'm talking about over the over a season, over a course of time, I've come into the knowledge that better is waiting for me. So I don't want to be stagnant. I want to grow. So for those of you who would like to know what stagnant means, um, you spell it S like Sam, T like Tom, A like Apple, G like Guy, N like Nancy, A like Apple, N like Nancy, T like Tom, <clears throat> excuse me, showing no activity, dull and sluggish, according to the Oxford Languages Dictionary. I don't want to be dull. I don't want to be sluggish. And I definitely don't want to go without doing anything at all in my life. Excuse me. So with that being said, this is the reason why I have consciously made a decision to try to become the very best version of myself in my lifetime. Live to see it, experience it. Yeah, all that good stuff. Excuse me. Another way 
Because once you confess to yourself and you're honest with yourself and you're just like, you know what? I think I am a little cynical. I need to work on that quality because that's something that I don't really. I'm saying quality. I don't even think that's a quality. I need to work on that because that is not a quality. What is that? I need to work on that attitude. That's what that is. Excuse me. I need to work on that attitude. So. I'm sorry, y'all. So once you confess that to yourself and you tell yourself the truth, then maybe you want to take time out to learn how to just center yourself. Excuse me. And when you're going through the process of centering yourself, I know my life coach used to do this with me. Oh, man, I miss those. I miss those sessions because every time that we would have our session, she would play this music in the background, this really, really soft music in the background. And she would tell me, she was like, before we even start your session, I need you to center yourself. And one of the reasons why she would have me do that is because she wanted me to be mindful of my breathing. She wanted me to shake my day off because she was bold enough to let me know, excuse me, that I carried a certain energy with me. After coming from work and it wasn't always positive. And so before entering into an opportunity is what I'm going to call it with her to be able to talk about the things that were concerning me in that season of my life. I needed to shake off that energy so that my creative energy would come forth. My healing energy would come forth and the parts of me that were more positive would come forth. And then that way the session would be more positive. I would get more questions answered. I would get more clarity. Um, And so it helped to breathe and it helped to center myself and it helped to shake the day off. So sometimes when you're dealing with being cynical, what you may need to do is learn how to quiet the noise, so to speak, and to center yourself. Put yourself in a position where you are able to shake those negative thoughts off that you may have of people doing you wrong or mistreating you or mishandling you, getting that off of you. So that that way, when you're in the presence of a genuine person, you're not holding them hostage from the people that have betrayed your trust. And then you're able to truly see the individual that is in front of you that doesn't mean you any harm, is not trying to hurt you because you've shaken all that other energy off. So another suggestion would be to center yourself. And you decide how long it's going to take for you to do that. Centering yourself is also a part of self-love, self-care. So look up how you can do that if that is something that you're interested in doing. Excuse me. Another thing is that you can be consciously aware that this is an attitude that you have toward people. That you, you don't always trust what is being said, you have doubt about their honesty or integrity. 
And sometimes you have to surround yourself by people that can trust your truth and then trust the process. So remember, I said a few minutes earlier that everybody can't handle your truth. So the only way that you're going to find out who can and who cannot handle your truth is to be a level of transparent. And you'll be able to see by their behavior and how they treat you, whether or not they can truly handle your truth or not. Then you just move around. If it's somebody that can handle your truth, move around, find somebody that can. Okay. I mean, that's just a suggestion. You don't have to follow it. Do what you want. But I'm just saying, that's what I would do if I'm like, oh, oh, okay, you can't handle what it is. Okay. I got you. No problem. No sweat off of your back or mine. I'm just going to move around and try to find my tribe. Okay. Because your tribe will accept you good, bad, ugly, or different. Whether any of those apply, your tribe is going to accept you, whether it is good, bad, ugly, or different. Whatever your behavior is, they're going to be able to embrace all of what is you. And then they're going to love you enough to tell you, hey, you might want to look into this part of you right here. Because this right here, I don't like how you look when it's when this is happening. This is it. It, it doesn't even seem like this is you. We got to figure out where this energy is coming from. We got to figure out why it is that you respond this way. You got to do some soul searching in this area right here, because it's just this look don't look good on you, girl or boy, whoever it is, guy, girl, woman, man, you get the drift. So. Being around someone that is willing to tell you your tell you about you to you and not care if it pisses you off. That's who you need to be surrounded by. You literally need to be you literally need to have that type of friendship, camaraderie, you know, trust where whenever you're wrong, they're going to tell you you're wrong. Whenever you're right, they're going to tell you you're right. Whenever you're indifferent, they're going to tell you that you're indifferent. At least one person like that in your corner will do you a world of good because you need someone to tell you the truth, even when you're running from it. Just my opinion. So last but not least, there's more, but I'm just, you know, pretty much going to just name a few is that If we learn how to hold on to everything that is true of good report, praiseworthy. There's a scripture that talks about that. Think on those things that are true, that are praiseworthy, of good report. If we learn how to do that and focus on the positive more than the negative, over a period of time, we will have more positive experiences. And so, <clears throat> excuse me, the reason why I feel like that is important is because we hear it a lot of times. Like if you, you can't keep doing the same things, expecting a different result, you literally have to do something different if you want a different result. So if you know that being cynical is not helping you at all, it's really robbing you of joy, of peace, of happiness and all of that. Do something about it. 
I mean, to me, that's the easy solution, right? Even if it's just one day at a time, do something about it. Change the trajectory of that attitude. Change the direction of where you're going with that attitude. Try to eliminate having that type of attitude. And then, oh my God, it just dawned on me. So I was having a conversation. I consider her a good friend at this point. Having a conversation. And she was telling me how she recently took a trip and people were asking her questions about her intentions behind the trip. And one thing that she said, and I was like, okay, I think that that's a beautiful idea. She said, whenever I was receiving notifications on my phone, it was of terrible memories of with this individual. So the only way that I could have a positive outlook on being in this location in the future is if I change the photos and change the memories to something more positive, which is why I took this trip. So I could take all of these pictures. And now whenever those reminders come up, it's of these brand new memories replacing the old. We have to do that sometimes with even our own attitudes. When we start to recognize that the old way of thinking is no longer serving us, the cynical way of thinking is no longer serving us, we've got to change our attitudes. We've got to put new pictures where those old pictures were. If we feel as if this particular gender Cannot be trusted. Ladies, I'm talking to you. Men, I'm talking to you too. If we feel as if this particular gender cannot be trusted, then we need to replace that negative photo with a more positive photo. That negative memory with a more positive memory. Because one particular experience does not define them all. But you could utilize that to your To your own advantage, if you're trying to reprogram your negative thought process into a positive thought process, you can take, throw out the old and bring in the new. However, that looks for you. But then you literally will start to see, oh, I have a different perspective of this now. And you could be like faith. I used to be cynical. That can be your testimony too. Because I know as I was watching that interview, I was like, those are the words I want to be able to say one day. I used to be cynical too. How about you? So this is going to conclude my episode on today. However, for those of you that know, I like to read to my future hubby. It's not going to be a long letter. (laughs) So today's date is April the 4th of 2023. Dear future hubby, I hope that this letter finds you well. I just have a general question. Are you cynical? If you are cynical, what are you doing about it? Are you trying to change that attitude? Or is it something That you expect me to live with. I pray. That you are trying to change. That attitude. 
because I know that I am trying to change mine. I hope you have a wonderful day. I love you. Love, Teresa. So this is going to conclude my episode on today. But please, please, please do me a huge favor and take care of yourself because there is only one you. Signing out, your girl, Teresa. Y'all have a blessed one. Bye. And thank you so much for listening.